Hi there, TV watchers. I'm Bill Brio, and welcome to another episode of Brio TV, the podcast. My guest this week returns for a second season as Magic Johnson in the fact-based series Winning Time, The Rise of the Lakers Dynasty. His name is Quincy Isaiah, and his performance truly is magic. Executive produced by Adam McKay, the series stars John C. Riley as Dr. Jerry Buss, the swashbuckling real-life owner of the NBA's Los Angeles Lakers. Riley is fantastic. You just can't take your eyes off him. I really enjoyed the first season of Winning Time, and if McKay and others played fast and loose with the facts, well, that still worked for me as a viewer. This isn't a documentary. Uh, I think they struck an entertaining tone in depicting the NBA in the 70s as a bit of a Wild West show in the disco era. One person, however, who has a huge problem with Winning Time is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Now, Abdul-Jabbar was there, and he should know. He's not only one of the greatest basketball players of all time, he's also a Hall of Fame writer. He is, in fact, currently my favorite TV critic. By all means, seek him out. He writes a twice-a-week newsletter, and you'll want to subscribe to his Substack. Abdul-Jabbar is portrayed by Solomon Hughes in Winning Time. This is Hughes' first acting gig, and at 44, he stands 6 foot 11 inches, pretty close to Abdul-Jabbar's playing height of 7 foot 2. Now, if it's true that Abdul-Jabbar only watched the first episode, I can see why he's not too crazy about it. His younger self is portrayed as a sullen jerk who bosses around rookie Magic Johnson and ignores everyone else. Was he really like that? Well, I don't know. But here's what Abdul-Jabbar had to say about what he saw. And this quote is from an article he wrote for Esquire. The characters are crude stick figure representations that resemble real people the way Lego Han Solo resembles Harrison Ford. Then on a radio show, he said, I watched half the first episode and it's ridiculous. I don't want to talk about it. He added that the series meddled with the facts and that McKay created a bland soap opera. Yeah, there's an amazing, compelling, culturally insightful story in there, he wrote. Winning time just ain't that story. Now, word is Magic Johnson also wasn't too happy with the series, although Quincy Isaiah did not hear from him directly. In season two, which can be seen in Canada on Crave, the Magic versus Larry Bird rivalry recently heats up, and Pat Riley emerges as a top NBA coach. To address all of these, all of these things, please enjoy my conversation with Quincy Isaiah, who was happy to be visiting Toronto for the first time when I spoke with a 26-year-old actor last June. A couple of notes first. Uh, this conversation took place before the Guild shut down promotion uh, as, a role, as a result of the actor's strike. So this was back when I could talk to Quincy. And two, this was an in-person, upfront interview, so our conversation was shorter than usual for a podcast, just not as short or as windy as this introduction. <laughs> anyway, here he is. Quincy Isaiah. You been to Toronto before? First time. Really? Yeah. I like your boots, man. Thank you. Those aren't, from, those aren't from Toronto. Nah. nah. <laughs> These were probably born and raised in L.A. <laughs> yeah. Where are you from originally? I'm from Michigan. Are you? Yeah. Which part? Uh, West Michigan. Uh, it's called Muskegon. Okay. Yeah. I, I know it. Okay. Um, 
God, a long time ago, I was uh, driving through there. Um, yeah, uh, there's a town that's like Dutch with a windmill and Holland. Yeah, yeah, yep. well, Holland, right? Yep, yep, yeah, yep. so it's near there. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like an hour away. It's uh, near Grand Rapids, Holland, uh, Grand Haven. Yeah, and like, what's yeah. another big city? I don't know. It's like, pretty, though. Uh, yeah, it's country. Yeah. yeah. Uh, listen, I love the winning. Winning time. Uh, I watch every second of it. Thank you. Yeah, it was, yeah. You were great as Magic. Thank you. Uh, and uh, John Riley, man, you must have had a blast working with that guy. He's right? a beast, man. Yeah. Like of an actor, he's just just to see it up close and see the different takes that don't make you. You right. know, the, yeah. into the actual yeah. show. Yeah. It's just it's it's a master class. Yeah, it must be. Yeah. He was in that Laurel and Hardy movie. Did you ever see that? He played no. he played Oliver Hardy in a big. Oh. What's the name of the film? It's uh, Stan and Babe. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, I it was incredible. That. If you okay. get a chance, it's just it's astonishing how good he is. We'll be right back with Winning Times, Quincy Isaiah. once again to speak with Emily Gagne from Hollywood Suite. Emily, the summer's here and time is ripe for dancing in the streets. What do you got for us this month? Well, it's going to be an action-packed summer, Bill, with our lineup of action films. Every single night in July and August, you can watch a different action film on Hollywood Suite. We've got everything from movies like Duel, which is Steven Spielberg's first film, uh, to Death Wish, to Attack the Block to Marathon Man to Barbed Wire and John Wick. Every hero villain that you love from the action movie universe is probably on our channels this summer. Wow. Well, there you have it. It's an action-packed summer on Hollywood Suite. Thanks, Emily. Thanks, Bill. Actress Zoe Saldana is putting a pause on her Star Trek career and beaming down to Earth for the much-anticipated brand-new series from Taylor Sheridan entitled Special Ops Lioness. Based on real-life events, see Toronto native Laisla de Oliveira as she joins Nicole Kidman in this exciting spy-based thriller. From the training of recruits to the on-job assignments, the women of Lioness Special Ops are the real kings of the jungle in the war on domestic terrorism. All this and much more is yours. There's a mountain of entertainment on Paramount+. Plus. And here he is again, Quincy Isaiah. Now, I follow Kareem uh, and on uh, social media. He's not a fan of this show, right? Mm-hmm. What, uh, and I, I don't know. I thought the actor who played Kareem was... Dr. Solomon Hughes. He's, he, I thought he was a spot on yeah. from anything. Um, uh, what, what did you guys make of his criticism? That it was... Uh, I, I think we just kind of, you know, we understood where it was coming from and just kind of took it in stride and just, like, focused on creating the best show possible still like uh i know for me i just focus on my character i can't focus on um too much other things right when it comes to like just being in it you know yeah because uh, like you want you know you want to give life to that character yeah so. yeah did you hear from magic johnson at all no no um 
uh, I think he would have been unlike. I guess Kareem, you know, his rep sometimes was kind of sullen back then and stuff. That mm-hmm. maybe that's what he's objecting. Or I guess they were worried. You're picking on um, the Laker. Um, oh my God, Jerry West, right? You said that some of the criticism was that you know Jerry, they went a little too far with Jerry West. But as, but as a TV viewer, mm-hmm. I found that amazing. Like it was fascinating it's because there's books about how hard it was for him. And uh, I thought the character was amazing on the yeah, show. Yeah, and it, 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 it's, it's like you almost pay it off by going through this journey yeah. with this character yeah. and seeing how he got to be there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he's one of my favorite characters. Right. So um, I, I love the way that Jason Clark portrays and, yeah. um, and the heart that he puts into it. Yeah, you know? really passionate. Yeah. Um, have you shot the second season? Yeah, we're done. Uh, it's in the can. Wow. So, so so we end with the Lakers winning their first championship, right? Mm-hmm. And what's the second season about? Just the next three or four? Yeah, it's the robbery of the Lakers and the Celtics. We get to see that start to, you know, shift yeah. the, uh, the paradigm of the NBA, honestly, and yeah. sports in general, yeah. uh, culture. Uh, no, it's a good season. I'm excited just to be a part of it, but like I'm excited to watch it. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's gonna be cool. Is it ten episodes? Um, it's. I'm not sure if I can say. Okay, um, it's not. You can't say. No. Okay. Okay. I'm like HBO gave me uh, flashed five figures. <laughs> <laughs> five um, well, whatever number it is, I can hardly wait. Um, and uh, you must have been uh, uh, pretty good on uh, playing basketball to step into this character. I was alright. Yeah, yeah. I played football all my life. Yeah. Um, or I played football through college, and I played basketball all my life, just yeah. pick up. Yeah. So I would say my my um, fundamentals stopped in sixth grade, but I continued playing. Sure. You know my entire, and they got me a basketball coach too to Did help they? me. Uh, like learn and uh, get better at playing magic specifically. Yeah. What did you learn? Because he's was dishing left and right. Yeah. Well, the the biggest thing that I would say is dribbling. Like yeah. just getting the ball comfortable in my hands. Yeah. That was huge for me. Yeah. Like my and I've, I have big hands, so I've always been pretty good with passing. Yeah. But like shooting and dribbling was like the biggest leaps that I made in yeah. terms of just like being able to handle the ball. Because I was I was. I was a rebounder. I played defense. Yeah. So uh, it was nice to be able to learn and get better at something that I'm passionate about. I love basketball. So when you pick up play now with some friends, it, it, is your game? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're going, what oh, happened? Yeah. yeah. I, I went in, uh, <laughs> so I went back to my hometown and played against some high schoolers. Yeah. And, like, we lost. Like, I was playing with the faculty. Yeah. But, like, they was still, like, impressed. They was like, okay, like, okay, you got a little man. I see you. I was like, yeah, no, y'all wouldn't. I'm not coming here to lose, like, just to, like, embarrass myself. Right. So, no, it was fun. And, like, I'm, I wow myself sometimes with, like, what I'm able to do on the court now. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. How did you come to the role? What was the casting process like originally? So, I had an agent at the time, and at this point, she just put me out for everything, uh, commercials, TV shows, films, and I hadn't booked anything. And this came around, and I went in for the audition. I read, and I got a callback. It wasn't my first callback, but... 
the callback made me realize how serious they were about me. So I think just being able to see um, the project in a different light, like and be like, oh, I can actually book this. Mm-hmm. It put a different type of work ethic into my callback, and yeah. I was able to get it. Uh, doing do it, and they called me back, and I did the basketball audition. You had to do a best separate yep. sports edition, eh? Yep. And then <laughs> after that, that's when they called. They called me like an hour after the basketball oh, nice. audition. Must have really nailed it. That's uh, great. Whoa. I think at that point they was just like, can can he make it through a practice, right? Right. Um, and I did, so I was like, all right, cool. So if it had been a hockey film, you wouldn't have. <laughs> I would have faked it the best I could, because skating, I don't know how to skate. Well, I see that's important, you yeah. know. Yeah. But like everything else, I'm like, I can look, yeah. I can, I can yeah. play the part, sure. you know. Exactly. Yeah. I'm an athlete, so like, <laughs> no, the the skating part would have been a little difficult for me. Yeah, well, that's exciting. We'll be right back with Winning Times, Quincy Isaiah. Are you craving some new shows to stream this summer? Let's look at a couple of highlights this month on Bell Media's one-stop streaming service, Crave. Bell recently signed a deal to keep HBO originals on Crave for years to come. Among the new and returning offerings, set phasers to stun as Captain Christopher Pike returns in an all-new season of Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Crave also has the original docu-series, Billionaire Murderers, all about the investigation into the unsolved slayings in Toronto of Canadian power couple Barry and Honey Sherman. Finally, fire up a Crantini for the season two launch of And Just Like That, the reboot of the HBO signature series, Sex and the City. Find out who's next when it comes to riding their Peloton to oblivion. All that and so much more streaming exclusively in Canada this month on Crave. Look up at the set. It's a movie. It's a show. It's Super Channel. When calls the heart this summer on Super Channel. That's when now in its 10th season, catch up on this homegrown Canadian drama. It's heart and home time for all your favorites. And there's good news on Fuse. Can you keep some castle secrets? All will be revealed. Join us for a fascinating look into days of yore. We've lowered the drawbridge on eight new episodes, all on Super Channel. And here he is again, Quincy Isaiah. So I guess there's not much else you can tell me. I'm glad you're the season two. It's that rivalry. Uh, living in Toronto, we hate Boston because they Good. kick our ass in hockey and lately and stuff. And uh, you know, it's just yeah, we've always and then the Blue Jays are always okay. in that division with the yeah. the Red Sox. Uh, yeah, yeah, we don't like Boston. No, no. So, <laughs> I, we can always we can always uh, kumbaya over there. there you go. That's awesome. Yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do you do? You watch much television? I do. Um, 
And not as much as I should, honestly. Yeah? Yeah, but, like, I think that just comes from working in yeah. the industry. Yeah. Where it, yeah. It's just, like, I like watching sports, you know, in my yeah. downtown. Because um, yeah. we do so much. I'm around it so much that sure. it can get um, repetitive yeah. in a way. Yeah. Um, those scenes that are where you're playing basketball, like all those actors... They look pretty good. Like, uh, how did that gel? How did it come about where you were able to, to, to pull that off, to play the Lakers like that? Yeah. So we have other, like, we have basketball yeah. doubles. Yeah. And that is very helpful, yeah. you know, in making us look realistic. But uh, honestly, just like a lot of work went into uh, us learning our characters uh, yeah. across the board. Delonte D'Souza, who plays Michael Cooper. Devon Nixon, who plays his dad, yeah. uh, Norm Nixon, uh, Dr. Solomon Hughes, who yeah. plays Kareem. Like, all of us, like, are really in it, you know, and, like, are showing up daily trying to get better at basketball. So it's like, um, we put a lot of work into it. Is any of it shot in the forum? Um, no, we we rebuilt it. Oh, okay. Um, but the very, like, the pilot episode was shot in Anaheim. Oh, all right. So that, uh, we used their convention center, I believe, the first time. It looks really convincing. It's incredible. Yeah. I, and I was actually able to go to the forum last year, late last year, and be there, and just, I felt it. I felt, I understood yeah. what they were, like, what we're recreating. Yeah. Because, like... I went there for a concert and it was just just being able to I was on the floor and being able to look up and look around yeah. it, it, it's a different feeling right. of like oh okay like it's an energy you yeah, know that you just can yeah. feel in that, that building So I, I lived in LA in the mid 80s and I would go to some hockey games at the forum okay and as a Canadian I'm, you know it was such an experience because you know, it was sort of half full, and everybody's just talking through the whole game, mm-hmm. not really into it at all, until there was a fight, and then right. everybody was into it. <laughs> it was funny, you know. Um, but it was a great place to, to visit, for sure, back yeah, then. I imagine. Yeah. Especially in the 80s, I'm like, just like, without, because people, it seemed like people would have been a little bit more freer. In like terms of just like yeah, it was different, right? You know, you would just meet somebody out front, um, go in ten minutes late, save ten bucks, and uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, um, yeah, I had to figure it out, man. Right? I, I guess this doesn't leave you much time to work on anything else. Or are you doing anything? Well, I'm planning on uh, shooting a film next month. Oh, great! Yeah, and I'm up for another film, so fingers crossed. We'll wow. see how that goes. Um, so, um, yeah, because we don't have a date. Have you ever uh, worked in Toronto or Vancouver or shot in Canada? No, not yet. Not I, I've had projects come across that were shooting here, um, mm-hmm. and I would love to shoot here because I've been to Banff. Uh, oh, Banff. And that was gorgeous. That's, if you're going to go to Canada, that's a good place to start. It's gorgeous. <laughs> gorgeous. Yeah, it's not too bad. And yeah. so I'm like, if I can get up here and shoot, I'm taking it. Uh, and I love the woods too like yeah, go camping it's, it's so pretty up there it's amazing yeah. uh, did you have uh, actor actors that you really admired growing up were there were people that you looked at yeah I mean the big ones you know Denzel Tom Hanks um Courtney B. Vance I guess that that's more of a, a niche uh Jeffrey Wright yeah um just people that are able to 
do so different, like such a different role from the last role that they've yeah. done. That's what I want to like. I I want to do something completely different from Magic, and then whatever that next role is, I want right. to do something completely different from that. You know, yeah. and just keep stretching myself creatively. But at the same time, though, you nailed it, man. You really Thank look you. like you know, and, and you bring that spirit of him being so positive. Good, uh, you know, it's it's really fun to watch. Good. It, it was it was a bit the ending and of the first season mm-hmm. where they win and he's picked most valuable player, and it's kind of a last minute decision by the head of the NBA. Did that really happen? Uh, that's what I heard. I, I believe, like, I mean, I know there was a vote for the yeah. finals MVP. And Kareem that got Kareem it. won. Yeah, yeah. And then Magic ended up with the finals MVP. Right. So how it got to be that way. <laughs> I know. I think, like, we know that's fact. Yeah. We don't know how it, like, what it looks like. So I think that was the dramatization. Well, word. It. It's yeah. a drama, for sure. Yeah. Well, however you won the award, you deserve it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Are you waving us down? Okay, listen, great to meet you. Yeah, and, same, uh, dude. Congrats on uh, the show and looking forward to the next Thanks, as always, to producer Phil Hong for all the care and flourish he brings to each one of these episodes. I'd also like to thank all of the amazing publicists who arrange for guests to share their stories here at Brio.tv. Thanks also to our sponsors, whose contributions make these podcasts possible. Finally, thanks to you, listener, for finding time to share in these conversations with the people who make the television we love. Please favor us with a like or a comment, or if you're feeling especially ambitious, a review. I'm Bill Brio. Thanks for listening.